0: We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for choosing to listen to Marketing Espresso again. I love that you all listen to this. I mean, I see the stats right. So I'm always blown away by how many of you tune in each week. And I am so, so grateful. And I hope that you're getting so much benefit from it. That is my whole purpose behind. Creating the podcast is that you guys get benefit and there's something that you can implement easily into your business or start thinking about slightly differently. And that's the point of them being short and sharp so that I'm not overwhelming you because I have been known to overwhelm people with all of the stuff that they can do because my brain just, you know, goes on a tangent sometimes. (laughs) Now, as I always say, you can work with me. This is something that you can do. So if you're wondering how to build your brand if you're wondering how to get your brand out into the world, how to market differently, how to market in a way that works for you, then I highly recommend that you reach out. There are so many different ways that you can work with me. I do audits. I do strategy sessions. I do quick 90 minute sessions. You can even potentially get me to speak at your workplace. If you've got team and you want them to really start thinking about marketing differently and start thinking about marketing from a point of Everyone needs to be involved, then I would love to work with your organization because that's one of my favorite things to do. Or you could simply just want me on your podcast because I also do that. So if you have a podcast, reach out, say hi, and I can jump on and speak on a topic. So they're the different ways that you can work with me. If any of them sound like something that you need, I have got spaces. So that's my little plug for you this morning. Never forget to sell yourself, guys, because we are putting all of this stuff out into the world and educating people. It's important to remind people they can actually work with us and go deeper on any of those things. So that is my little intro for you today. So today's episode is all around social proof. What is social proof and why is it so important in your marketing? So one of the key, I've got a few different ways that I teach people that they need to be reaching their market and social proof is one of those key things content types that I highly recommend and I also put in most people's strategies. Now you might be asking what is social proof and why? So social proof is really your case studies, your testimonials and the things that are backing up the work that you do, proving that you actually, you know, can achieve what it is you say you're going to achieve. Obviously we really when we we send out proposals and things we send out all of these outcomes that we anticipate we can have for the client. For example, if you're selling a product what's the social proof behind the product does it last people you know all of those things those people are questioning about the product and why they're not buying have social proof to back that up if you're a service and people are really worried about customer service or you know you're in equipment hire and it's breakdowns or you know you're in people service or like you know professional services like me for example what is the testimonials and the case studies of where you've actually had the impact or change that you're trying to have social proof is so important because it's all well and good us saying, hey, I do this and I do it really, really, really well. But where is the backup of that? Where is the people saying, yeah, she does do this well. I've worked with her or him or them and they achieved X, Y, Z for me and I got the outcome that I want. One of the key reasons that I've had people push back on doing things like case studies or even testimonials is that they don't want people knowing they're They don't want their competitors knowing their customers' names. And I can see that in some industries, that is definitely an issue to think about. One of the ways to get around that is we can do, and also privacy. There can be privacy issues too. So one of the ways we can get around that is doing case studies where you don't necessarily, you can change the name of the people involved or the business involved, but still give the example. So for example, I was working with Mandy and you know she had problem XYZ. We approached it by looking at XYZ things and then we came up with the solution xyz and then giving actual stats and whatever it is that you can give around that to show that that case study has it's not just you making stuff up the case study clearly existed but you've had to obviously not give away the privacy of the businesses or give away the identity sorry of the business or the people involved people understand that these days you know obviously with social media it's very easy to if people know you and and they especially in say coaching If people know you and you give away their details and their issues or their struggles, that's not kind of a nice feeling. (laughs) It would be like my therapist saying, Beck had trauma with XYZ and I helped Beck with such trauma. Of course, I'm going to be a little bit upset about that. So obviously, people's privacy is definitely something other people take into account now and case studies still have weight and value. So long as you can easily articulate what, what the issues were, how you went about solving those issues and what the outcome was and what the feedback was. We can also give testimonials and just give a first name or give a position title or, you know, there are ways around this that still carries weight and people might be like, oh, they could have just made that up. Sure, but you can get fake Google reviews too, right? Like you can get, you can fake anything that you want, but at the end of the day, if you've got enough of them and you've got enough people saying different scenarios and enough people backing it up, Some with names, some without, depending on obviously privacy and and the way that you want to tackle it with your competitors. There is definitely still weight behind those things, and there's definitely still reason to make sure that you're getting social proof. Now, one of the other things is say you've just started out in business and you're like, Well, I can't get any social proof. You can (laughs) because you're not starting from nothing. Even if you've been in a business before. And you've had, it's the same as writing a resume. My resume always had the stats around the growth that I'd had for those businesses because the next business that I work with, that's what they're going to care about. They're going to care about the 427% increase that so-and-so had on LinkedIn or that so-and-so had with their leads off Google or the quality score of the lead or the, you know, The conversion rate. These are things that I knew that in my resume had to exist. So obviously when I started out on my own, I'd worked in many businesses where I'd seen lots of growth and had lots of big wins. That is my social proof. Because that is not all irrelevant just because I've started my own business. It's all so relevant and so the reason why people are going to want to work with me in the way that I'm going to work with them now and the offering that I have. So obviously, if you're going out on your own and you're like, oh, I have no social proof, if you're starting something completely new and different, yeah, sure, it's going to be hard, but you know, there's ways that you can do beta testing and get proof from that. If you've got a product that you're launching, obviously, you're going to have people that are going to test it before you launch. You're going to test the market. That is your social proof. They are the case studies and testimonials that you want. Don't just go to friends and family. Go to old colleagues. Go to people that are slightly outside your closed network and test it with them. And yes, it means you might not get paid or you might have to give away product. That's okay. It's worth it for that social proof that you're going to have. Or maybe it's a case that you just charge less. That's okay. You might have to take a hit on that. And I think that that's okay when it comes down to the fact that it's going to help you build profile and are going to help you build that resume, if you will, of what you have achieved for others. So this is why social proof is so important and such an important element to include in your marketing. You don't necessarily have to obviously highlight this weekly. It can be like a bi-weekly or even every three weeks that you talk to and say, you know, this is this was the proof that I had. If you've been My, my goal, my goal with this is if you're educating people, eventually you need to obviously drop in there, how people can work with you and then also why people should work with you. And this comes into that why, because they've obviously got a need if they're following, if they're commenting, if they're they're noticing your stuff, they've got a need for your stuff anyway. It just depends how bad their pain gets. And often sometimes hearing that you've solved their pain with someone else can be that tipping point. So do not forget to put social proof in your marketing. If you need help with it, if you need to understand more about where it should sit in your strategy, reach out, say, Hey, you can work with me. It's amazing. I do offer that. (laughs) And there's my plug for you. Have a great week, guys. I'll be back in your ears next week.